Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a shh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney it's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Parachka with you today. Minnesota Tim, big day in the world of golf. Uh, one, you're calling it the best term of the year on the PGA Tour? Yeah, Hank. I mean, the Word Day Charity Open. The substitute for the John Deere Classic. I wish they did this every single year. I wish they just scratched the John Deere Classic that got a nobody field and substituted the workday open at Mirfield Village and had back-to-back tournaments at Mirfield Village. This was easily the best tournament of the year, Hank, and it wasn't even supposed to be a tournament. The finish, the drama, the players, the field, it, it had everything. <laughs> including not being able to watch it on TV. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I watched it on my computer. Oh my gosh. What what was that all about? What wait, did they move the tea times up because of the weather? Yeah, they moved the tea times up because of the weather. Um supposed to have thunderstorms and rain and whatever that would cancel the final round or whatever, postpone it. So they moved the tea times up and I guess in the CBS contract if you, I guess they couldn't overwrite what was already on CBS. So Face the Nation was on CBS instead of the golf. And on CBS Sports Network, they were airing PBR bull riding instead of oh, golf. 
So you okay. had to watch the final round online. Well, that's uh, that's kind of what happens. I mean, I, that's probably not ideal, but uh, it uh, it is what it is, and that's uh, pretty normal, I guess, for uh, golf on television. So we start off the the tournament or the the, the day with Justin Thomas on the lead. And he's got him a, you know, what, what did he have, a two-shot lead, three-shot lead? He had a three-shot lead going into the final round. And the, the, the leader, after three rounds, I saw this statistic by Justin Ray, wins, what is it, uh, 44% of the time? Is that what, do I have that right? I think I do. It's something like that, yes. Yeah. Justin Thomas was 8 of 12, however. Specifically, Justin Thomas was 8 of 12 going into the final round with a lead. Okay. Well, considering the fact that that PGA Tour average for converting 54 leads is 44%, uh, that's and, and he was 8 of 12, that's 2 out of these, 66%. That's, that's pretty good. Um, you know, it's not Tiger Woods, but it's pretty good. Now he's now he's uh what, what was he four out what was he you said he was four. he was eight out of twelve and now he's eight out of eight 13. out of twelve okay now he's eight out of thirteen so his percentage is going to drop uh you know I mean it's it well it's still not still not bad I mean sixty one percent tour average is forty four but three shot lead uh three shot lead again with what three holes to play after eagle fifteen he's not going to feel good about it. There's no doubt about it. This is one that got away. Uh, he's had a couple that, that have got away, but you got to consider the fact, and I'm a, I guess I'm a little a JT apologizer, but I mean, he's 27 years old. You know, he's got a long time ahead of him. A lot of, he's, he's, he's gaining some great experience is what he's doing. And the, the thing is, is everybody compares like, like, you know, Finishing, and I know you do because you're you're big into you love to watch these guys choke. Uh, but it's hard to finish on the PGA Tour. Mor- Morikawa had a hard time at Colonial, and you know he, he kind of redeemed himself here with the the uh, big putt on the playoff hole, the first playoff hole, the cap JT, and then he, he you know he, he wins it on the third third playoff hole, which you know is you know it's a great win for him. He's it's his uh, what is that now? It's his second win already, right? Yeah, he's it's his second PGA Tour win. What was his first one? It was it was a, a opposite field event somewhere or something. What was yeah, it? it was the Barracuda Golf yeah. Championship. Uh, the opposite. So this field is a, event. this is a for real one here. I mean, they're all for real, but I mean, this one has a lot more meaning. You're winning on Jack Nicklaus's golf course, although it's not the Memorial; it's the workday, but still, it's got more meaning. Here's a statistic right here that just blows me away. So this is Colin Morikawa's second PGA Tour win, like you just mentioned. And this one comes from Justin Ray as well, Hank. Colin Morikawa now has two wins and just one miscut on the PGA Tour since turning pro. He's the first player since Tiger Woods in 1996 to win twice on the PGA Tour before missing two cuts as a professional. Tiger Woods won 43 times before his second miscut. <laughs> uh, this is pro. what I love. I love this stuff. Okay, I love when they pop up those statistics like. You know, when they say, you know, like uh, how many wins, uh, I think they were going to give you a statistic, Justin Thomas, how many wins, before, you know, for 27, you're going to be like fourth on the list with whatever it was going to be, 12 or something. And Tiger had like, you know, 30 or something. 
I mean, in this, you know, this uh, win before, you know, missing your second cut, he's got two of them. Tiger had 40. So, I mean, it's just like, why even bother listing statistics like that when the other guy's got 44 and you've got two? I mean, it's... I, there is no second place on that. You're there's like first and and last. I mean, you're just you're so far behind Tiger. Here's another one for you on Tiger, and this is why everybody really has this idea, and you do too, that everybody should finish all these tournaments because Tiger always did. Tiger was 44 out of 46 in his career when he had the outright 54 hole lead. Unbelievable. 55 out of 59 when he had at least a share of the 54-hole lead. I mean, it's just, those are incredible statistics. I mean, that is that is closing it out. 44 out of 46 when you got the lead. 55 out of 59 when you're uh, tied for lead after three rounds. Uh, J- Justin Thomas now 8 out of 13, you know, 61, 61.5%. I mean, still it's still good, better than the tour average of 44, but he, he definitely doesn't feel feel good about what happened at uh, at Muirfield? He just, you know, I mean, well, okay, it's it's it boils down with him. I mean, I don't know. You can always find one shot a lot of places, but when you look at it statistically, it just it just seems to me like it always, you know, it's his 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 putting. I mean, you know, okay, here's Colin Morikara. Okay, he wins. Okay. Third strokes gained, tee to green. Uh, off the tee, sixth. Approach shot to the green, third. Putting, 13th. So we talk about this every week. Usually it's a top 10 ball striking, top 10 uh, putting parlay. But he, this is more of a ball striking course, a, a tougher tee to green. He finished third strokes gained, tee to green, 13th when putting. I mean, that's one putt out of being in the top 10. So he's right there. Justin Thomas, second tee to green, which is phenomenal. Uh, fifth off the tee. I mean, just, you know, right there, both of those, just a barely a notch ahead of um, Colin Morikawa. Uh, approach shot to the green, fourth. Morikawa was third, although Morikawa on Sunday hit the ball so good it was incredible. I mean, it just he just stuffed it. And that's what you call just hitting it close to the hole all day long. I, I mean, a statistic like this, 5.9 strokes gained on the field with his approach shots to the green. You know, that was always Tiger's statistic because the approach shot to the green was that that was the, the statistic he dominated uh, throughout his, his whole career. And uh, Morikawa, uh, 5.9 strokes gained on Sunday with, with his uh, approach shot. So, I mean, that was really what it, what it boiled down to. But back to my point, Justin Thomas, 29th in putting. You know, he, he's got a chance on, uh, what did he have, 16. He's got a par saver. Um, missed it, about a 12-footer. This is in regulation. 17, he's got a, a, a birdie chance. I could have put it away. About the same range, missed it. Uh, 18, he's got a par saver. Missed it. I mean... You're going to win a golf tournament. I understand he had a lead going in, but when you're going to win a golf tournament, you've got to, you've got to make some putts. And like I always say, say this at Augusta, if you're going to win at Augusta, you have to make putts on two of the last three holes. It just it just always seems like that's the case. I mean, I, 
you know, it might be a six footer, it might be an eight footer, might be a 10, 12 footer, 15 footer, whatever. But on two of the last three holes, you have to make putts. Not necessarily that way at a PGA Tour event, but to to not make a putt, and I understand, you know, Eagle, Eagle 15, so you make one there, but to not make a putt on, on 16, 17, or 18, that's... Now, that's not going to get it done. I mean, it just, you know, he's just, he's got to find a way to hold one more putt. Now he hold the big putt in the, in the playoff, the first, first playoff hole, 50 footer. And then my God, uh, Colin Morikawa uh, tops him off with, with that. And that was pretty impressive. There's no, no doubt about that. Yeah, it was. And I mean, Hank, you were talking about Justin Thomas's putting, And what's remarkable about where Justin Thomas finished in putting 29th for the week in the final round on Sunday, it was tweeted. There was a a statistic tweeted out there that Justin Thomas made 10 consecutive or had 10 consecutive one putts, the longest streak of his career on the PGA tour in the final round. And then he loses. I mean, doesn't that hurt psychologically? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't th- I mean because he made all those putts and didn't, uh, you know, I mean, for, first off the, the one putt statistic is, is very misleading. I mean, that it, it could be a great iron shot. Most likely there's a, f- a few great chip shots, uh, f- thrown in there too, you know, and, and I know he had, he had a good birdie run. So he, so he did make, make some putts, but, but when you one putt a bunch of holes, I mean, there's other factors. So that's why, you know, that, that's not you know, like total putts is not really a statistic they use they use the strokes gain on the on the field uh putting and in the in the the, the fourth round uh Justin Thomas okay let's see let, let, we're gonna, I'm going to I'm going to pull this up real quick what what he what he had and uh his strokes gained putting in the last round uh one on the field one I mean, just you know, whatever that means, it just means he gained one stroke on the field, one stroke better than the field putting on Sunday. I mean, he rattled off he had ten one putts or something. But Colin Morikawa, with his ball striking, he his approach shot to the green. He had uh, five point nine strokes gained approach shot to the green. Justin Thomas had one point four. So uh, Morikawa beat him with the. Uh, you know the the iron play by four and a half shots, and with the putting, uh, you know, Justin Thomas had this great streak, but he still only gained on the field one one stroke. It wasn't like, and that tells you that it's, it's just, you know, you're not holding putts from from everywhere. You're just you're just chipping close. You know, and that's why all this stuff is. You got to really look into it deeper. It gets a little misleading. That's one of those those stats that that's that's really really misleading, but I mean I don't know psychologically. I, yeah, I mean these guys all say the same thing, you know. I mean I I'm learned a lot, uh, you know. I was right there. I know I'm playing good. Looking forward to next week. Which I mean in Justin Thomas's case, I mean that is a true thing. I mean he is he is playing good, and you know he he, he played good enough to to win. I mean, he, you know, he's he's had a great year. I mean, there's no two ways about that. You can't you can't take anything away from uh, just with with this this one, you know, finish. Uh, you know, now now if he'd have won here, you know, that would have been like uh, that that would have really set him off. To be honest with you, because uh, 
you know, he's already won twice already this year. That would have been his third win, and it's a short season. I mean, they're not playing. You know, they're not not playing a lot of a uh, lot of events, and he's he's really had a, a heck of a year. Now, this you know that would have that wouldn't have moved him up to number one in the world, would it? What would what would that have done? It would have moved him up to number two in the world, just ahead of John yeah. Rom. Okay, well, he's number one. He's number one in FedEx Cup points, which they love to point out because they have to. You know, they make him say that on on uh you know tv but i i look i look more at the you know i i look more at the world rankings but of course he won you know the the cj uh cup uh, it's a wraparounder then he won the tournament of champions right out of the gate uh, and you know now second here i mean yeah he's played good i mean he's played really good uh 12 tournaments eight top tens i mean that that's that's a you know a couple wins i mean that that's that's a, a incredible year for 12 tournaments, that's an incredible year. I mean, it's just so different. You know, and I look at it and I, th- I think, oh, that's an incredible year. I mean, nothing compares to like what Tiger Woods used to do, to be honest with you. So so, so no matter how good these guys are, I look at it all and I think, and that guy's going to be really good or that guy's really good or this Colin Morikawa is really good, Justin Thomas really good, Bryson DeChambeau, they're really good. But compared to who? Not compared to Tiger Woods. And I, that's why I think Tiger's sitting out there and he's saying, I mean, all these guys are really good, but I'm sure he's he's thinking to himself, I mean, I can still notch a bunch of wins because I, I don't think these guys are better than me. I mean, he knows they're not. I mean, he, he's, he's watched us. He knows they're not. He's played with them all. He's seen them all. He watched on TV and, you know, they're, they're, they're good, but they're not, uh, you know, they're, it's it's like I people always ask like who's the next Tiger Woods or who's gonna be the, who's the next who's the best young player? Well, I mean now I guess you know the, this Colin Morikawa is the best young player, isn't he? I mean he's got to be. Um, you know there's a couple of good ones. Hovland, I was on him a little bit. I, took, I but he he was right there. But uh, Morikawa uh, took it to him on 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 the big Sunday round. That was big. All right, let's take a break. Uh, We'll uh, hear from our sponsors. Remind you to go to my uh, website, HaneyUniversity.com, and register for my free tips that are going out, and people are getting uh, a little help with their golf game, and I'm getting a good feedback there. You can also find my new book there, How to Play Better Golf Today, Lessons of a Lifetime, and some other uh, great deals. But you can subscribe for free to HaneyUniversity.com. So go there and check it out. All right, we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Tim, uh, best young player. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, you got to put uh, Colin Morikawa in there. I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I still consider uh, Bryson DeChambeau young, so I've got to put him in there. He's, he's uh, right there, you know, in his world ranking. And in the FedEx Cup, he's fourth and the whole thing. I mean, he's he's there. There's Sanjay M. Uh, you know, he's third in the FedEx. He's he's an incredible young young player. Uh, Hovland is an incredible young player. Now, he, he, you know, he shot, didn't, didn't, uh, he shot 71 on Sunday. Didn't, didn't, uh, you know, play great. He had the, the, the chance there and ended up losing by, by, what did he lose by four? So he was, he was one shot up on Morikawa and hit the ball great. I mean, his statistics were off the charts, weren't they? Yeah, he was first off the tee, Hank, and first tee to green, sixth yeah. in approach shot, 17th around the green. And then you get to that putting statistic, the one we always talk about, and he was 52nd in strokes gained putting for the week. I love how people, sometimes people say like putting is not such an important statistic. I'm like, what are you looking at? I mean, we, we, you and I look at this every single week, Tim. I mean, that's it's just crazy when people say that. I mean, they, they, always, they talk about the ball striking. I mean, it, it, ball striking can put you in position, but if you're going to win, you have to putt. Rarely does it does it happen not, where you don't have to finish, you know, somewhere right there, top ten. Now, okay, Morikawa was thirteenth, one one putt out of the top ten. But Hovland, I mean, you can't you can't putt like that and win a PGA Tour event, no matter how good you hit it. And you obviously hit it great. But, but here's the here's the problem that that you know when you look at best young player. Uh, Let's just assume they're going to hit it good. Hovland hits it good. Morikawa hits it great. His iron play is phenomenal. There's, there's, there's no two ways about that. I mean, statistically, you look at it, it's incredible. Uh, strokes gained approach shot to the green. He's, he's, I think he's number one on tour, isn't he? I mean, he's right there. I know he is. He's, he's uh, you know, and he's, he's great. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Justin Thomas, great. They're, they're, you know, all this stuff. But I, I got to look and I think, okay. I mean, you know, DeChambeau has the length. Morikawa has the iron play. 
Uh, Justin Thomas has got like the whole whole package. Then you look and think, okay, uh, who who's who's got the best stuff internally? Okay, to to finish things off, and 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 then you look at that and I think, okay, well, I don't know. I mean, who who would you, who would you who would you put in that category? I mean, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't put anybody in that category no. that stands ahead. I mean, none of them stand out head and shoulder. You know, there's an eight Tiger Woods there that, that you know, never loses a lead. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say that Justin Thomas has has it more than, you know, uh, Bryce DeChambeau or DeChambeau has it more than Morikawa or, you know, Hovland. We haven't seen, you know, that much of him with a chance to win, although he had 70, you know, a chance to win this Sunday, but, you know, shot 71. And, and not, nobody stands out in that category. Okay, so so that now I'm going to look and I'm going to say, okay, all right, who's the best putter? You know, who's the best putter? I mean that that's that that's the thing that that I think I, I have to look at. Who's the who's the best putter now? Uh, Morikawa, you know, great uh, great win, great ball striking. Okay, based on the statistics, are you picking him to win next week? Next week? No. I mean, yeah. he's not going to win back-to-back weeks on the PGA Tour. Well, he's on the same course. He just won on. He just tore it up. Uh, strokes gained tee to green or approach out to the green 5.9 on Sunday. Faster greens, different rough, different yeah. tee boxes. There's so many whole different. There's so many different variables that go in week in, week out. Maybe he won't have his putting game next week. I mean, I, I can't pick him to win back-to-back. Although, yeah, yeah. I am on... Him. I am high on Morikawa right here, Hank, on the Hank Haney podcast. Morikawa will be number one in the world one day. Oh, my God. How do you come up with that? I thought that before the tournament even happened, but now it just confirmed. Based it. on what? Just You just like him or what? He makes it look easy out there. Okay, you you've been listening to Steve Johnson too much on that make it look easy stuff. He, he does he make it know, look easy. He has a smooth, it, it, it's just two swing. of you that don't know what you're talking about. He has a great swing. He's ahead of Tiger in the World Golf Rankings now. Tiger hasn't played. Well, you know, I mean, you you, you take him heads up over Tiger. You know, you know, you're going to bet on him next week. Okay, we'll match him up. Morikawa against Tiger. You're going to take Morikawa. Yes. Oh my God, Tim, come on, please. Seriously, Tiger hasn't played in forever. Played at the at, uh, shootout, Phil Mickelson uh, champions for charity uh, match with uh, Peyton Manning, and he didn't miss a shot. Mm. It's yeah, like a watch. get together. It's like a hero. It was a get together, but I don't care what it was. He didn't miss a shot. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing about. Okay, this is my point. How, how's a guy going to get to number one when he's 150th in putting? That has never happened on the PGA Tour, Tim. Not even close. There's never been anybody on the PGA Tour rank like that in putting that's ever even sniffed number one. I mean, I mean, he's got plenty of time to improve. I'm not saying he won't, but he has to show the improvement. Now, Hovland, what's he? Hovland's a... a 151st. I mean, it's just not going to get it. Now, DeChambeau, you brought it up last week. DeChambeau has improved his putting a bunch. Yeah, he's up to 12th on the PGA Tour in strokes gained putting. Okay, well, then he's your he's your guy right there. 
because when you're, you're, you're as long as he is and you're number one in, in driving and you're 12th in putting, that's a, that's a statistic that's hard to, you know, that's it, hard to beat. That just is. You know, I, I mean, I understand these other guys are great ball strikers, but they got to putt better. You know, JT's got to putt better. If he's, you know, he's he's going to be a great player. He's just he is a great player. I mean, he's a, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's, you know, he's won two times this year. He just lost in a playoff. Maury Kyle is going to be a great player. I mean, he's won twice on the PGA Tour. Just won this week and you know, lost Colonial in a playoff. I mean, it's hard to get much better than that. But if you're going to be a number one player in the world. You got to come with a, a a package now. What got Rory there is is last year. You know he putted he putted decent. You know he really he did he putted decent for you know really good for him statistically. But that looks like it's an aberration that's happened twice in his career. One time last year, one time back in 2015. 2015 he was like 44th in putting. 2019 I don't know he was like 24th in putting. But this year he's he's back to normal with the putter. And we'll see what happens next week. But but it uh, you got to putt. I mean, you don't putt, you don't win. That's that's just the 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 way it it goes on the on the on the PGA Tour. I I don't understand people thinking anything differently. Uh, you know, you, yeah, you can hit it great, you can hit it close, you can do all these things, hit the fairways, whatever. But you got to you got to hold some putts too to win, and. You don't, then it's 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 going to be tough, and that and that's holding some of these guys back. There's there's no no two ways about it. When I look at it, you know, it's the same thing. Like like I'm analyzing junior golfers from back in the day, and I look, you know, because people would parents would bring. I just you know, I think my son has any potential. I mean, I'm looking. I look at like one, you know, how fast they can swing the club. Uh, do they have like uh, the the club head speed to send it? Because because if you can't send it and out there, I mean, three hundred yards, and you know, forget about it. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna be a dominant player. That's one thing. I look at you know the the work ethic and attitude. I mean, if you don't have that, you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything. Forget about it. Uh, you know, everything else you can you can you can learn things. You can get better if you got work ethic. You got attitude. You can get better. You know, competitiveness. You got to have that. But then you got to build a putt. I mean, if you you know, there's there's just there's you can improve your putting. You know, work on your technique, work on your touch, all that stuff. But you got to be able to putt if you're if you're going to be be truly truly special. I think I, I just think that's a a, a big part of it. And I, I think uh, you know some of these guys like M, not so great. Um, you know, Morikawa, not so great. Uh, Hovland, not so great. I mean, actually, worse than not so great. You know, I mean, it's just, you gotta, you gotta. So I, I give DeChambeau a little edge here because of what he's done with his putting, how he's improved. Now these other guys could improve too. That could be a, a big thing they could improve too. All right, let's take another break. I want to talk about the American Century uh, Celebrity Championship that you brought up earlier uh, when we come back on the on the Hank Haney Podcast. I remind you to go to voodoopainrelief.com, get your free two-week supply. All you have to do is go on there and uh, click on the box right on the front page. If you've got arthritis pain, back pain, shoulder, hip, whatever it is, I give the product a try, a patented product, 11 anti-inflammatory ingredients, and it uh, 
It works like none other. You can just check out the testimonials on voodoopainrelief.com. And uh, if you don't believe me, believe what everybody else is saying. The people that uh, do this two-week test, they're all reordering. That's got to tell you tell you something. All right, we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Tim, the American Century Championship at uh, Edgewood, uh, Tahoe. A f- phenomenal tournament, obviously, this year. Not the big buzz because you c- couldn't have the fans out on the golf course. But uh, Marty Fish, your man from Minnesota, uh, wins, former top 10 tennis player. He shot. Did you see what he shot? I know, I know you didn't follow this tournament closely. You said you watched a little bit of it, right? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it on Thursday, but I didn't see any of Marty Fish on Thursday. But uh, I did see that he shot 76 in stable forward scoring. Yes. And in the second round, uh, he shot 63. You heard me correctly. That's pretty good. Pretty good. He shot 63. I mean, that's incredible. I, I, I mean, 
when people ask, like, you know, who's the best uh, celebrity uh, player? I mean, it's hard not to say Marty Fish. I mean, that's a score that you just like. I always would say Tony Romo. And Tony Romo uh, had the WD. What I think he had a, a wrist injury or something. He did not, you know, play great. He was like in fifth or sixth place. He was a defending champion of this tournament. And I always, you know, have have thought that Tony Romo is is, is a phenomenal, like you know, celebrity uh, player. You know, I mean, golfer. And and one thing that's interesting since he since he uh, hasn't been playing football, which you know it gives him a lot more time for golf. And I'll tell you what he this guy Tony Romo practices like there is no tomorrow. I mean he is so into golf and practicing and trying to get better and and the whole thing. I mean it's it's like holy smokes. I mean this guy this guy works at his game. But now he's had all this time to practice and work on his game. And I see this a lot. And he hasn't really gotten any better. I mean, it is, it's, you know, he's played in pro tournaments. And, you know, I mean, he just hasn't really gotten any better. And this happens a lot with, with, with people. Like I see, I see guys that are like wanting to be a touring pro. And they think, you know, if I just had time to practice, if I got a sponsor and I had time to practice and I could work on my game, I'm so good and I only play once in a while. If I could just work on my game, I could get so much better. I'd be so much better. And I'm like, a lot of times it doesn't work out like that. Because unless you really know what you're doing, unless you really have a plan, unless you you really apply yourself, and you, I mean, you could be working on something and you kind of half sort of kind of know what you're doing and you end up not getting any better. And I see, I see that a lot. Now what's kind of surprised me about Tony Romo, cause he, he's, he does know what he's doing. So I, I don't, I don't know why he hasn't gotten, maybe he has gotten better. Maybe just his wrist was bothering him all week and he just, you know, hasn't played. But, but anyway, back to, to, to who, who won this Marty fish. Uh, he, he shoots, now, this is unofficial because it's a Stableford system. You know, there's a, there's could, could be a gimme in there on a – well, I mean, I don't think there really is on this because he, he's got to play everything out with, with what he shot. I'm looking at it. Okay, so this is a legit score. He shoots 63, 33, 30, par 72, 33, 30 on the second round. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of a amateur golfer. I don't know if he's a pro, if he took the prize money, probably did. But anyway, somebody who's not a professional golfer. I've never heard of somebody shooting a score like that. I mean, that that that's an incredible. I mean, that vaults him to the you know top of my list. Now, you know, he shoot he shot 75, 63, 72. Crazy. I mean, that's an incredible score. I mean that is just that's that's impressive. I mean that's unbelievable. So he wins. All right. Now did you see how my man uh, Charles Barkley did? Yeah, he didn't finish last. It looks like Eddie George took home that award. <laughs> Eddie George must be terrible. Okay. I mean he must be awful. Uh Charles has minus 68. He get like a, a minus 2 points or something for a double bogey. Uh and, and what's interesting 
is is Charles he's played in this event I don't know how many times and he he's like finished I don't know I saw the stat or something I think he's played in the event I don't know what they might have said like it's like over 25 I think like 25 years or something anyway if it's happened that long and but he's, he's finished last 16 times which I thought it's worse than that uh, but he beat Eddie George and uh, he got nipped by DeMarcus Ware by a, a, a couple points. And there's usually like one person Charles can beat, so he beat he beat Eddie George. And Eddie George will, will never hear the end of that, losing to Charles. But Charles, he, he, he rarely makes a par. Like, I don't know what's going on because when he played at – you remember when he played that whole uh, Champions for Charity? Yeah. Okay, so if he and it was like if he bogeyed it, he won $200,000 for the charity. And he ended up three putting and making a double, but he didn't hitch. He always says he's a good putter, but he's not really a good putter. So anyway, I, I, when he got on the green and he was th- 60 feet away, I knew he was going to three putt. But, but I don't know if he's out there hitching or what, but he he played 54 holes. And okay, so the first the first round, he made four bogeys. So that that avoids the maximum of the minus two. Okay, so four bogeys. And then in the second round, he made four bogeys. And then in the third round, he made five bogeys. So better there. And he made a birdie. He birdied the ninth hole. Like, I don't think Charles ever made a birdie in that tournament. That's got to be. Ninth hole's a, a dogleg par four, really uh, sharp dogleg, almost 90-degree dogleg par four. And it's not an easy hole. I mean, there's no way he hitched and made a birdie there. But anyway, I, that, that caught my eye. I, 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 I always want to see how, how Charles did. Did it catch your eye too or not? Another thing that caught my eye, Hank, is that your man Ray Romano he finishes oh, minus thirty two, and I'm I'm I. The thing that we've always talked about is Ray Romano trying to break eighty, and here's his three round his three round score. So round one he shot a ninety five, yeah. round okay. two he shot an eighty eight, and then round three he goes ninety eight. All right, so last weekend i get up i get a, i didn't tell you this okay so last weekend i get a message from ray romano okay and he sends you know i mean every once in a while i get a message from ray and we've been you know we've been friends ever since he was on my show the haney project show on the uh golf channel and he's he i tell him not to do this but he now it's kind of a running thing so he does it all the time anyways so he get he 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 sends me a video. He's on the 18th hole. Usually he's at Lakeside, which is in LA. He plays. He, he's a member there, and it's it's not a hard course. But I mean, there are no easy golf courses. I mean, they're all hard in their own way. And for Ray, they're clearly hard. Obviously, did not play good at the American Century Championship. But Ray sends me a a, a video message, and he videos. He's on. He's got his friend videoing this. And he says, Hank, I just wanted you to, I know I'm not supposed to do this. He always starts off telling me he's not supposed to, because I say, Ray, just play the, the round out. Don't like call me. Don't text me. Don't do anything. Just finish this, concentrate on what you're doing, and then let me know what you did afterwards. 
So he sends me a video, and here he is on the 18th hole, and he said, if I make this putt, I break 80. And he's got about a 30-footer, so the chances are not good. But anyway, he hits he hits his putt, and he actually hit a good putt, and it missed by like an inch. And he taps in for 80, and that's probably like the the eighth or ninth time he shot 80. He has never broken 80. But he did not play good at American. Now I don't know why he played so bad like that. But he he's he's a better better player than that. I mean he's he's not a break 80 player, but that just goes to show you. I mean he played uh, last last week before the tournament. I'm sure he's out there practicing away, grinding away, and he played before the tournament and he shoots uh, he he shoots 80. Has a putt to break eight, misses it. Okay, here's another one for you. Okay, I play with with Joe Buck, the you know Fox announcer. Okay, and I played with them down in, in Cabo at El Dorado Golf and Beach Club, which is way harder course than than Tahoe. I mean, way harder. And we we played there one day, and he played. I play. He always because he always tells everybody. I played. I played with him when he played the round of his life, and I think he shot seventy three. I think I got that right. I mean, I know it was it was below seventy five. I think he shot seventy three. Now here he is playing at this tournament, and did you see, did you see his scores? Yeah, they are not good. Okay, eighty six, eighty seven, ninety, and, and, and I see this all the time. When amateur golfers go to play in tournaments, they cannot come close to shooting their handicap. Not even close. I mean, not even not even remotely close. But that to to be that far off to to shoot those kind of scores. I mean, it's just like hard to hard to even imagine. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is another one. I mean, I now. Uh, I play with him, and he's he's a a really good player. I mean, he just he is. He's a really good player. Now let's see. Now he he shoots eighty one, seventy seven, seventy eight. If I I play with him uh, more than once, and he he's like, you know, he's going to shoot right around par. But but a, a amateur golfer that shoots around par, playing with his friends when they get in a tournament. They average about seventy-seven or seventy-eight, which is just what what Aaron Rodgers shot at at uh, at the American Century. A you know Steph Curry. Now he's he's a good player too. Uh, you look at his score: seventy-six, seventy-six, sixty-nine. That's pretty. He buries the last hole for sixty-nine. That's that's pretty strong. I mean that for a you know NBA player. I mean that's that's incredible. He made the cut on the on a web.com tour event, Hank. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. John Smoltz is good. 72, 73, 71. You know, consistent. And uh, you know, he's he's a he's a good player. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a fun tournament. I like to see how all these guys are are are, are gonna gonna shoot. Uh here's one here's one of my my favorite people in the world right here. And uh the bus, Jerome Bettis. I love the bus. Uh, he he's uh, seventy nine, seventy eight, seventy eight. It's pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. 
I, you know what the thing is? When you look at the baseball players, all the best players are the pitchers because they can they all you know they're they're pitching every four or five days so so they're they're playing golf in between they're always the best players uh you look at football it's the quarterbacks and the either the punters or the field goal kickers usually the field goal kickers they're really good players but you hardly ever see like guys that that running back like Jerome Bettis that are I mean it's just you know they don't have the golfers build clearly uh but for him to shoot those scores, that's that's pretty strong. That's 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 really 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 good. Um, you know the basketball players. You know it's 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 usually the the guards because I mean when you get so tall and you got to get your club so long, it it gets it gets really 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 tough. But I don't know it's it's I, I like to watch and see how all these guys do. And then of course the tennis players, a lot of them are, are really into it. I mean they're 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 really into golf and they they play a, a lot. And uh, obviously, Marty Fish is incredible. It's a 63 second round. So he wins the American Century Championship. Anyway, that's uh, that's the update there. You got anything else, Tim? No, no, not, nothing else. I've got some segment ideas, but uh, this is going to have right. to hold off till next time. I got some segment ideas reacting to Sunday's tournament, but we will talk about that on Wednesday. How about? All right, let's do it. We'll do we'll do that on on, on Wednesday. That's a, that's a good tease right there. That's good stuff. All right, uh, appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, good stuff today, Tim. Big win, Colin Morikawa and Marty Fish at the American Century Championship. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at Hank Haney, at Tim Parachka. Uh, email us at hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. Send your golf swing videos to golf schools at hankhaney.com, and one of my instructors will check them out and give you some advice on what to do with your game. And most importantly, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or the Apple Podcast app, and uh, we'll be there every day with the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.